want to share a little story. Uh, it's, it's, it's a funny story because I, I took yesterday Isaac and Asha for vaccination. So I told them it's a vaccination day. So they were so excited. They were like, hey, vaccination day. They had no clue what is vaccination. So, and, uh, so, and we were about to leave. She, Asha asked, what is vaccination, daddy? So like, vaccination is like a hand pinching you. But it's for good. Oh, okay. But I said to her, uh, then Isaac was like, so that means injection? Like, yeah, kind of injection. (laughs) Uh, No, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. So we end up there in the morning. All of us went because, you know, CMC, it's it's a long queue. So we were finding places to sit and finally walked in, paid the money. and, And then Isaac is, Isaac and Asha is like, no, 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 no. And actually, I have to make Asha sit. And uh, hold her hands like this, and Eunice has to hold the legs together, and the two injections on two of the thighs. You know, it's like big shot, and they cried like crazy. And uh, and and the worst thing is, after that, uh, they saw me paying. You know, <laughs> so it's like they don't understand. Daddy brings me to get injection, and I'm going through this pain, and he's on the top. He's paying for the guy. Who's got me into this pain, you know? And I think their mind won't understand exactly why we, why Daddy paid for the pain. But ten years down the road, or fifteen years down the road, you know, and and I just that made me to realize sometimes we think the Lord is allowing this pain. Why? If you are a, such a good God, why you are allowing this pain in my life? But what we don't really realize, life cannot be just seen just like that. It has to be seen from the eternal perspective, and. Uh, and then the evening I said to them, because you endured that pain, you know, there's a medicine called chocolate. <laughs> chocolate is the answer. I don't care what's the question is, you know. So we went to this place called uh, Chocolate Room. I don't know whether you know that place. Uh, anybody knows the place? Yes, if you don't know, Lord have mercy on you, you know. So, <laughs> because it's a beautiful place. So we went to this place called uh, Chocolate Room and... Uh, <clears throat> And uh, we bought them. So we went to this place called Chocolate Room. And we made sure that uh, Isaac and Asha get their favorite uh, pizza. And uh, we got them the pizza. And they got their, you know, and they are very casual. And they become light when they are in the chocolate. I guess it makes something, some kind of magic is there in chocolate. And the guys were giving them different chocolates. They're eating. And then, uh, then I said to them, next month... We have to do vaccination again. <laughs> and Asha was like, so we're going to come back to chocolate room? <laughs> so somehow, chocolate room and vaccination goes one hand in hand. Anyway, so lift up your Bible. Uh, say this after me. Lord Jesus, influence me this morning. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will speak to us. Speak to our hearts. Reveal your secrets. Take us deeper, Father. Lord, we don't want to be just shallow Christians. We don't want to just touch base with you. We want to go deeper. Take us to that intimate place. We want to know you, Papa. Not just to fill our minds with half an hour of good information, but really take us deeper. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. This morning, my title is very simple. It's called The Hiding Place. It's not the book that Cory Timboom wrote. I don't know whether you heard the name called Cory Timboom. She was one of the missionaries who worked and lived during the World War II, during the Nazis' time and in, in Amsterdam. And she actually took lots of Jews and hid in her closet. And because the Jews were killed by the Nazis and they 
were scared of life so she hid so many people at one point she had 16 people hid in that closet and then she herself was caught by the nazis and she was sent to the concentration camp and then she was released dramatically and the lord really uh, used her mightily you know and but this is the message this morning i want to share i want to talk about the hiding place and it's uh, i'm going to read few things it's not up in the screen um your weekend christianity produce weekend christianity you understand what i'm saying <laughs> your weekend christianity produces weekend christianity i mean that's how we kind of summarized christ monday to friday i'm going to work friday saturday devil works sunday god works we kind of have this dichotomic world view and that's why weekend christianity produces weekend christianity the modern church has lost a sense of worship with the concept of majesty and reverence this is aw tozer writes you know so i'm just going to read a couple of uh, minutes it has lost the ability to withdraw inwardly and commune in the secret place with god that makes christianity a weakened body of christ added numbers but lost fear multiplied schools but lost the awareness of the invisible tons of literature being poured out but no conscience of the divine presence better communication clearly nothing to communicate evangelistic organization yes but the concept of majesty worship and reverence has almost left us and when i read this passage um i actually had this message a week before i read this passage so i thought it will be fitting to share this before what god put in my heart because we have come to a point where worship and intimacy with the lord we have limited it to sunday we have not taken it as a lifestyle if you take the old testament tabernacle the tabernacle had three things the outer court and the inner court what we call the holy place and then the holy of holies all this you know that the outer court has got three things the outer court has got the the sacrifice the altar and then you'll also find the gate which you enter and then you'll find the altar and then you'll find something called lever lever is a place where there's water to wash and jesus said i am the way truth and life so when you first come to the gate you meet jesus and then you come to a place where there is a sacrifice that's the that leads you to the cross that takes you to the place where wow jesus brought me the price and then it comes the lever lever is the washing of water that symbolically talks about washing with the word of god that's the outer court that's what david talks about enter his gates with thanksgiving his courts with praise so we we are clear with that but that's not the worship that's just the introduction to jesus but then comes something called inner court in the inner court i hope i'm not boring you guys this is the reality of the story of the worship the inner court is what two things are there the inner court one is called the lamb stand and then there is something called show bread the inner court you one is on the lamb stand on the left side show bread on the right side so i'm i'm getting to the point bear with me so the lamb stand talks about the light so jesus not only brought you you know into his family now he's your light what does light do light clears out the confusion so he becomes your light when he becomes your light light cleanses your mind light enforces you to read clearly see things clearly walk in his light bible says i am the light of the world god said you are the light of the world in few few moments later so once you walk in the light what happens you come into the showbread which is the presence of god where you enjoy the master's presence 
and that's the place where you enjoy communion and then comes the last part in tamil they call moolasthalam which is basically the holy of holies which is the place where the high priest goes only once a year you know that story once a year so the holy of holies that place the altar it's called the altar of incense that place you become the sacrifice romans 12 talks about that you become the sacrifice of incense to the lord in the gate jesus was the sacrifice in the holy of holies your life romans 12 talks about as a living sacrifice does it make sense what is worship worship is not just praising and worship everybody can give thanks you know suddenly somebody come and gives you an iphone 11 you're thankful yes or no nobody likes iphone 11 <laughs> yes yes you're thankful that is not worship you know anybody can praise somebody if you suddenly get a promotion your boss is extremely favorable with you suddenly your boss says you take one week off with pay you going to tweet him as the best boss in the whole world yes so praise and thanksgiving anybody can do but worship is a offering that you poured out as a sacrifice and worship comes with intimacy and intimacy is actually a service you pour unto the lord and this is what we're going to do this morning a little study from a prophetic word that came from isaiah 55 so turn your bible to isaiah 55 i want to uh, read a few chapter a few verses so it's only 13 verses are there so we're going to go one by one i'm going to read from passion version so it's maybe you're reading from a different version this is what it is okay listen are you thirsty for more come to the refreshing waters and drink even if you have no money come buy and eat yes come and buy all the wine the wine symbolically talks about the joy and the presence of god and milk milk talks about the spiritual nourishment you desire it won't cost anything look at verse 2 why spend your hard earned money on something that can't nourish you on work so hard for something that can't satisfy today we jump from program to program we go power conference we go this somebody some man of god can come and touch i will be healed god says it's here it's there it's in your presence being there but we we find something called instant christianity why because we instant christianity we live in an instant culture everything is instant everything is quick fix okay i will enter into an everlasting covenant with you i will show you the same faithful love that i showed david pay attention come closer to me and hear that your total being may flourish verse 4 See I made him a witness to the nations an example of leadership as a prince and commander of peoples verse 5 look you will summon nations you have never heard of nations who have never heard of you will come running to follow you because Yahweh your God the holy one of Israel has glorified you verse 6 is the key verse seek the Lord Yahweh when he makes himself approachable some words translation says make himself found you know while he lets himself found and call upon him why when you sense he is near how do you seek him when he senses near what is talks about it talks about someone who lives close relationship you know i can honestly say this march 21 will be 10 years we are married i can say this boldly you know this i am more closer with my wife than i met her 10 years before if that's a logical statement right and that should be your walk with the lord your walk with the lord should every day become 
more and more closer not other way around not like i knew him last year not i was in fire last year not i was so much in the lord last year it's a walk with the lord should increase us every day in intimacy with him look at this verse 7 the wicked needs to abandon their ways and sinful one needs to banish every evil thought let them return to yahweh and they will experience his compassionate mercy and let them return to god for he will lavish forgiveness upon them and this is one of the verse we quote often for my thoughts about mercy are not your thought or not like your thoughts and my ways are different from your ways what happens when you walk in with intimacy you are not scared you don't have this mentality like god is mad god is sad these two mentality many christians have god is mad at me god is sad at me why because they don't have intimacy they only see the actions of god they don't have a real intimate relationship with him so anything they do out of fear and suspicion they will say maybe god is mad at me you know this month i'm having so many challenges maybe god is mad at me or maybe you you did something wrong and you think god is sad over me but let me tell you god is not mad at you god is not sad at you god is glad over you amen look at someone and say god is glad over you god rejoices over you this is a reality of who you are in christ of Colossians 3 3 says you are hidden in Christ. So anyway, keep let's going. Verse 9 as high as the heavens are above the earth, so my ways and my thoughts are higher than yours. As a snow and rain that fall from heaven, so do not return until they have accomplished their purpose, soaking the earth and causing it sprout with new life, providing seed to sow and bread to eat. Isaiah is a prophet and he is also a poet. He talks about sowing, rain, heat, you know seed harvest it's like when you are in the presence of god you will know what season you are in you know there are seasons it's called dry season what happens in dry? we only grow in sprouts do you know that we don't grow in all the time we grow only in seasons summers we go winter we don't grow and that's the thing so there are certain areas god allows us that in a place where we have to rely on the lord there are wilderness is for every single born again believer we can never escape wilderness and will i know it's not a very fancy teaching on the first week of of your month you know and uh, but i want to tell you this god leads people in wilderness why because he wants to produce christ in us and some of you say god i want to be produced christ i want to be fruitful but i don't like wilderness guess what our elder brother even jesus went through wilderness and it's a season of growth and that's what happens during the season look at verse 11 so will be the word that i speak it does not return to me unfulfilled my word performs my purpose and fulfills the mission i sent it to accomplish for you will leave your exile with joy and be led home wrapped with peace mountains and hills in front of you will burst into singing and trees of the field will applaud can we pause here just a minute can you imagine what Isaiah is saying mountains and hills are going to clap hands and welcome you. I mean imagining imagining that it's like lord of the rings. <laughs> I don't know whether you watch that trilogy but but look at verse 13 cypress trees will will flourish where there was only thorns and myrtle trees instead of nettles. I had a hard time because I never grew up with cypress trees or myrtle trees because all I know was puliyamaram and mangamaram. You know what is puliyamaram and mangamaram? Puliyamaram is tamarind tree mangamaram means mango tree so i don't know so i just googled it and i looked at it it's go go couple of more slides it's there look at this this is called cypress trees 
Have you seen this in Gandhinagar? <laughs> you never seen. Look at myrtle trees. Next one. This is beautiful, isn't it? This, you know, God says instead of thorns, these two will grow, and these are going to be a welcoming. So when we read, sometimes we say, God, I don't like thorns. I don't like the situation. I don't like how you gave me this, you know, situation in my life. The job, the work, the family, the health, all those things. But God is saying, all these things are not permanent. What is permanent is my hand over your life. Amen. That's why the cypress trees will flourish where there were only thorns. You know, the people lost hope. The children of Israel lost hope. And then God says, you know what? In the midst of hopelessness, I'm bringing cypress trees. In the midst of nettles. Nettles are those bushy plants that if you walk with that, it will rub on your screen and it'll, it can hurt you. And God says, instead of that, I'll produce myrtle trees. These will stand as a testimony to Yahweh's renowns. Everlasting signs will not be cut off. What's my point? This is my point. Your pain is never wasted by God. Look at someone and say, God, never waste your hurt. That's true. God never. God is not a sadistic to allow you to go through a hurt and pain and disappointment that he will never turn it around for good. Romans 8.28 is an absolute not necessary word if God doesn't want us to go through pain. You know that verse, Romans 8.28? Everybody knows that. You know, Everything God works for good for those who love God who are called according to his purpose. So I don't know what you're going through in this last two months. I don't know what you will be going through. But I feel under the anointing of the Holy Spirit to say this. God never waste your hurt. So what do you do in the hiding place? I want to share a few principles I learned and I will share that with you. Okay? What do you do in the hiding place? This is what you do. The first thing you do is you retract yourself from normality. Because everyone needs a hiding place. You need to hide somewhere. You retract. You can't do everything what people do. If you want to be equipped by the Lord, if you want to seek the deep intimacy with the Lord, you need to retract from every normality. Number two, you refrain from busy activities. You, you kind of put a break on your activities. Activities does not mean you accomplish something. Number three, you rethink, ponder on the promises of God. That's where you go back and say, God, you promised me my cup will run over. You promised me goodness and mercy shall follow me. You promised me me and my house will serve the Lord. You promised me I will not die but live and live. Declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of living. You promised me that I will not borrow but live and lend. You know, you claim the promises of God. You speak out the promises of God and then you rearrange our priorities. It's all are so it's easy to remember. You rearrange your priorities. So priorities tells you, if I ask you what is your top three priorities, I can easily tell you Anybody can tell you where you will be heading in the next five years. If your top three priorities are looking good, having good, being good, that's what you will be in the next five years because you're all about pleasing yourself and pleasing others. But if your top three priorities are to grow in the intimate relationship with the Lord, to adding value to your life, to seek His purpose in your life, I tell you, in five years down the road, greater, greater fruit of Christ will be produced in you. Amen. So, look at this verse, uh, next one. Refocus. Refocus on our God-given assignment. And last but not the least, relaunch. Take courage and step out in faith. Okay. So, it's, it's like an order. Retract, refrain, rethink, rearrange, refocus, and then relaunch. And I tell you, every person who comes from the hiding place will be strengthened. 
that's why the bible says he who wait upon the lord saw isaiah 40:31 he who waits upon the lord shall renew their strength and they shall soar up their wings and they will fly and they will walk and not be weary you know the problem with many christians all of us i'm not saying you you look very holy to me but many other christians the problem is we don't want to refrain we don't want to retract we want to just go with the flow we just don't want to admit that we are hurting ourselves you know what have you heard the statement hurt people hurt have you heard that you might have heard that hurt people hurt but the opposite is also true heal the people heal others and lot of times we are negatively saying oh he is hurted so he is hurting but how about this if you are healed you will be healing if you are filled with hope you will be filling others with hope the person with the most hopeful answer wins the conversation amen so what do you do i have few principles that i want to share with you how do you keep the fire burning in the hearts ways to seek the lord i have written down seven simple ways if you're taking notes take notes it's so beautiful number 1 repent from neglecting the holy spirit you know who is holy spirit is the spirit of jesus who is spirit of jesus he is the embodiment of the father the invisible father made visible through jesus repent repentance is never a religious word do you know that repentance basically means change of direction that's what it means repent from neglecting the holy spirit how can we repent just say god i'm sorry i'm sorry for ignoring the 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 pain that you that you allowed me i'm sorry for the season that i went through dry that i thought you are punishing me you know punishing and pruning are two different things punishing is to do with your past pruning is to do with your future punishing tells you how bad you are pruning tells you how good you could be in the future make sense lot of people don't think this they think oh god is punishing me i think god is mad at me maybe i didn't give tight on the first that's why tire got punctured that, that's a, that's a religious mentality you, your tire is not punctured based on your tight hello you know i have seen some pastors say pay the tight otherwise don't make me come to the hospital and pray i mean most of you in papa's house works in the hospital so <laughs> i don't know it will be pointless for me to say that statement but that's the that's out of fear you know fear of the lord does not mean fear of him it's out of reverence that you do this because he has done so many things i give that to the lord i give my 10% why because he has given me the whole 100 i just honor him with that it's not out of oh man make sure you go do this so that he doesn't hurt me that's a religious mindset so repent what do you, what do you need to repent i don't know what you need to repent but i had to repent from saying lord why you allow this suffering the bible says if you suffer with him you also share his glory with him amen and tell you this one one doctor lived here many years ago dr um Paul Brandt I don't know whether you guys heard about it. he started a ministry here actually among the lepers and he wrote a book called uh, the gift of pain and the lepers would put their hand on the fire while they are cooking they won't even feel it because and he says pain is actually a gift and sometimes god allows situation a relationship situation a family situation a family or maybe a, your boss that is mean all the time or somebody who does that but you know what or god allows this so that he can produce christ in you god never creates pain but he can use it god is not the originator of pain we live in a fallen world good things happen to bad people bad things happens to good people yes or no 
Yes, it's, it's part of the world. So repent from neglecting the Holy Spirit, which basically means the work of the Holy Spirit is to produce Christ in us. Amen? Number two, think that the Holy Spirit is the one to be worshipped and obeyed. And how do we do this? By taking the word and putting it in, inside. So that's why it's important. One man of God said, more prayer, more power. Less prayer, less power. No prayer, no power. And it's easy to find out who is walking more powerfully by just examining their prayer lifestyle. I'm not saying you have to, you know, shout in the morning 5.30, just pray louder. I'm not talking about prayer is not an event. Prayer is a lifestyle. Every day, day in, day out, you're driving or eating, you're taking shower. This prayer mind, Bible says pray without ceasing. How can you do this? If you're working, if you're studying, that means you're being prayer conscious, God conscious, then whatever conscious are. Make sense? Amen. Number three, open every door of your life and invite him. What does that mean? That means that you don't make God come into your guest room. You know how many of you have guests coming in and you say, this is your room. You know, last week we went to Bangalore to teach and, and previous week we were in Kerala and they all give us a beautiful guest room. There is a welcome basket. They put fruits and they write a card. We are so happy you are here this week. We are expecting God to move. But that's the guest room. Many people give God a guest room. That's it. Other room, your dirty little closet, you never allow God to open. Because if he opens it, imagine your guest comes in and he opens all your unwanted card robe, wardrobes and everything. You will feel embarrassed because you know there are stuff your guests don't want to see. Yes or no? Many people make God as a guest. you know, And that's why I said every door, open every door of your life and invite him. Christians have one door. They open it. It's called Sunday. Happy hours. I don't know whether you know something called happy hour. You know what I'm talking about? My BC time, I had a beautiful time called happy hour. Some of you, you need some revelation on that. The happy hour is where you get, you pay for one, you get two. I can't go more detail than that. So I like happy hour. And Christians also have happy hour. It's called Sunday 10 to 12. They open Jesus up and say, hey, come on Jesus, we're going to have your time. And then close it up, put him in a boot and then continue their life. That's why someone said, everyone is born again on Sunday, dead again on Monday. Look at number four. Surrender to the Holy Spirit, every room in your heart. So he can be the master and the Lord, not as a guest in your home. Instead of you say, God, make yourself at home. You say, God, you are the owner. I'm just going to be your host. Amen. Think about it. Instead of making him a guest room, say, God, you are the Lord. The word Lord basically means you are a slave. <laughs> Do you know that? The word Lord basically means you are a slave. That means you own it, nothing. He owns you. Can, can we think about that concept? Today, that concept is not there. Today, we talk about what's my rights. When those missionaries during the William Carey times, when they wanted to get out of missionaries, there was a missionary call. You know, uh, in, 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 the, in the northern Germany, they sold themselves as slaves. The only way they can go to Caribbean and preach the gospel, they have to sell themselves as slaves. So they voluntarily went there and said, I want to be a slave. Can you take me? Today we have come far away. Today we talk about like, I want to go to a missionary, but how much I'm going to get supported? Is my insurance is paid? Somebody giving me a car? Is the house has been... I'm not saying we don't need those things, but we have drifted so far. We focus more on our rights. I want to challenge you guys. The only right we have is to host the presence of God well. 
we have to represent him well to this broken world number 5 this is beautiful he is drawn always to the sweet name of jesus the spirit of jesus is drawn to the name of jesus amen because that's important so when you are in the secret place how do you cultivate the presence of god when you are hosting him well when you are always praising the name of jesus and one of the things you can't do when you are praising jesus you can't gossip you can't talk about a brother badly and we say it's a prayer request <laughs> we can't we can't we can't have a lustful thought about a person we can't have a you know when billy graham's wife was interviewed uh, by uh, larry king i don't know whether you know this larry king into asked billy graham's wife so you are now married for 50 years yeah she said yes 50 years so you never thought of divorcing him no never 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 not even once no but how come i never thought of divorcing him but i i thought so many times to kill him and that's part of life you know many christians many couples were married 10 years 20 years 30 years but they are divorced 300 times but married again to the same person in their heart because sometimes you know when you are married you know what i'm talking about it's not all what you see on the movies hello sometimes it's different reality and reality is different so that's what it says holy spirit is drawn to the name of jesus that means if jesus is honored if jesus you know that's the thing another thing if you have unforgiveness jesus is not drawn holy spirit is not drawn unforgiveness last week i heard this they made a statistics and they made a test it's a secular college in the in the state of massachusetts in states and they took 1000 people and they checked out who has cancer and the people who get chances of having more cancer are the people who are bitter isn't it crazy unforgiveness is related to cancer i mean they are saying the more you forgive the less chances are you can get a cancer today look at our movies look at everything it's all about me i am right everything is wrong you know and and in, in our culture also we don't talk openly and share you have hurted me or you know we just put it under the carpet we kind of cover it up and we say everything is fine but then really it's not fine we are hurting i believe this in papa's house and i'm pray for you guys that you will not just be hurted people that brings hurt you will be a healed people that brings healing amen look at was this the next one where jesus christ is honored holy spirit feels welcome amen do you honor him how do you honor him with your words with your actions is jesus your number one or jesus is your accessory you know a lot of people take jesus as an accessory which is basically means my main meal is different is just going to be like like a pickle that's going to help me go through in my life jesus is not your accessory jesus is your main meal jesus is your main reason you are living and if jesus is honored holy spirit feels welcome last but not the least i want to pray with you that's why i'm running uh fast where jesus is glorified holy spirit feels free to love and to be pleased at home amen where jesus is glorified holy spirit feels free to love and be pleased at home there are two words in english we talk about when we meet the guest tolerating and embracing you know that word tolerating you put up with that you know the guest is going to leave next monday you get your freedom back yes or no hello talk to me yes your uncle just came and you can't wait for him to go back 
and if he says my train is delayed you say man you cast the demon out of the train because you want him to leave why because it's tolerating but there is another sense called embracing you don't want to leave you know there are places you go you you stay there man i wish this holiday is longer i wish this 24 hours is longer what is that it's a sense of embracing that's what i wrote down here where jesus is glorified holy spirit feels free to love and be pleased at home is jesus is holy spirit tolerating being with you or embracing is holy spirit feeling oh no this weekend comes i have to put up with him oh no when he is meeting this particular group he is going to gossip oh no when he is you know when he is with the finances he is going to cook his fudges accounts oh no when he is meeting this his friends or he is going to show his bitterness oh no if he is meeting with his family member he is going to be angry and mad he is going to show that i am right or is he feeling comfortable say you know what i can trust him i can i know i can be with him i feel home at him he is going to forgive he is going to be generous he is going to be honest he is going to be faithful he is going to be committed he doesn't go with his feelings he goes with the sense of my anointing what is anointing god's ability and power in me to do things i can never do on my own amen i want to challenge you how are you hosting the presence of god you know a lot of people don't want to go to the secret place because they are scared of themselves yes, that's why their activities are full you know one of the things that we tend to do is keep this however good it is i call it stupid phone why because sometimes this phone can really be a challenge we throw it away somewhere and we go yesterday i took my phone off so i can have my time with my family went to the chocolate room sat there after the vaccination i told you the story the beginning of the sermon you know and it's so beautiful sometimes the very thing that helps you to communicate stops you not to communicate do you know that how are you hosting you know and i remember my wife made this comment this is it i'm i'm not very proud of this and she said wow daddy is present why there was no phone and and i felt like ah you know it's a good compliment but it's also a compliment that it's like a whack in the butt you know it's like that kind of a compliment you know i'm like daddy is present i'm like you know it's just good but at the same time i'm like oh man oh, that's how sometimes holy spirit feels when he's like ah oh, this guy he's going to open his mouth many christians are good until they open their mouth they are like job's friends anointing they are job's friends have you seen they were so good for the first three chapters they never talked the moment they opened their mouth 42 chapters and a lot of friends and i'm telling you guys I, i'm i'm adding little humor to it but i want to challenge you i'm on the same path with you i'm not like you know i got it all no i i that would be a, that would make me a liar and standing in front of you in the presence of god i wouldn't do that but i want to challenge you let's host him well let's go to the secret place let's hide there isaiah 39 sorry 40 31 we just briefly talked about it verse 29 let's see let's talk about this verse 29 he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak i want to just ask yourself a favor are you weary are you weak look at this verse even youth grow tired and weary young men stumble and fall but if you have a paper version circle that word but but those who hope in the lord 
Now some translation says wait upon the Lord. You know what is the waiting? It's there are two kinds of waiting. Waiting on and waiting for. You wait for the bus to come. That's waiting for. And waiting upon is when you go somewhere and you get invited and the guests are waiting upon. Eat well. Eat well. You know you know what I'm talking about? They just wait upon. That's the eager expectation to minister to. This is what happens. This is the second way to talk here. Those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. What is renew? The word renew means exchange. He says, give you hurt, I give you healing. Give you your ashes, I give you beauty. Isaiah 61 talks about it. Ashes, beauty for ashes. Can you imagine what kind of trade God was making? Is there any beauty in ashes? No. But God says, give your ashes, I give you beauty. Give your mourning, I give you joy. Give your heaviness, I give you garment of praise. Give your despair, I give you gladness. It's amazing, isn't it? Can you imagine that? But that comes on waiting upon. It doesn't come on Sunday Christian. It doesn't come on Sunday 30 minutes teaching. It comes day in, day out as you pour out in the hiding place. This is just a corporate time to thank the Lord and worship Him. But this is never going to take you longer until you learn to hide in the presence. This is what it finishes off. They will soar. Who? Those who wait upon. Will soar on wings like eagles. You know one thing good about eagles? The eagles never fly when they are scared. Chickens fly when they are scared. Some Many Christians have chicken anointing. When they get scared, oh, hallelujah, speak in tongues. Have you seen that? Chicken, only way you can make chicken fly is to scare them. So many Christians, only way you make them pray is to give them pain or allow them situations. Only way you make them fast is to give them some challenges. I prophesy over you in Jesus' name. You are not a chicken and you don't have a chicken anointing. Amen. Look at someone and say, you may eat chicken, but you don't have a chicken anointing. This is the reality. Look at this. They will soar on wings like eagles and they will run and not grow weary and they will walk and not be faint. And one of the beautiful things about eagles, eagles have a greater perspective. The chickens, they can see only the chicken poop and the stuff around them. But the eagles have a greater perspective. They're not focused on the little gritty things. They focus on the beautiness and the majesty of God. I want to invite you to come into that secret place, the hiding place, where you stand in the presence, get renewed, host Him well, make sure the Holy Spirit feels welcome, is honored, is adored. I tell you guys, you will bear fruit and you will fly. Amen? Amen? Why don't we all stand up? I want to pray with you. It's almost uh, at the tail end of the...